everyone and welcome to our new podcast series Beyond the Hype, the future of digital assets, where we will be discussing all types of questions in the current regulatory landscape for digital assets with experts from both Ellen and Overy as well as other market players. My name is Judith Bremer and I'm an associate in the financial regulatory team in Frankfurt. I'm joined today for this first episode with Emiliano Lasala, counsel in our Milan office and head of domestic capital market and fintech group coordinator. Hi Emiliano, thanks for joining me. Hi Judith. Today we will provide you with an overview of how the various legislations are designed to interact and where they may be covering distinct aspects. So Emiliano, to start off with something that has shaken the digital assets world quite a bit. With the crash of TerraUSD, one of the world's largest stablecoins, and the bankruptcy of the leading crypto exchange FTX, it seems that there is still no clear regulated landscape for the blockchain phenomenon in order to protect investors and promote market stability. Can you tell us something more about this? Thank you, Judith. First of all, we should identify which application of the blockchain technology we are considering here. By blockchain or distributed ledger technology, we are generally referring to a technology which provides cryptographically secure distributed database, the ledger, that maintains a continually growing list of records called blocks, and each block contains a timestamp and a link to a previous block, and is validated by consensus among multiple computers. The chain is immutable, and data on the blockchain is not stored in any single place, as it is distributed across many different nodes. As such, DLT can be applied to any transfer of assets, not only to crypto assets such as the tokens TerraUSD or FTT. In addition, when talking about DLT, one should always bear in mind that blockchain is in reality an umbrella term for various technologies. In my opinion, the critical element is the distinction between permissioned and permissionless blockchain. At the simplest level, the distinction lies in whether the design of the network is restricted to certain predetermined participants or is open for anyone to join and take actively part in the validation process. So, when we consider blockchain, we are not only talking about cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin or Ethereum, is that right? Correct. The blockchain phenomenon is much larger than cryptos and capable of multiple applications, in particular anytime someone is requested to record the ownership of an asset and is transferred from one person to another, no matter if applied to real estate, artworks, ships or financial securities and whether in the real world or in the metaverse. In other words, the potential use cases for blockchain evolve at breakneck speed. That makes me wonder about how legislators and regulators intend to protect participants. Apparently, blockchain is largely unregulated. So can you tell us if there are any developments in this respect in the European legislation? Yes, you're perfectly right. For the time being, blockchain and more particularly service relying on DLT applications are mostly unregulated. However, European co-legislator has worked very hard in the last couple of years to design a harmonized and comprehensive regime designed to both incentivize an efficient digital transformation within the Union, as well as ensure market stability and adequate investors' protection. In particular, in September 2020, the European Commission took the first formal step in response to the blockchain and crypto assets phenomenon by adopting the Digital Financial Package. This package consists of three legislative proposals regarding the digital operational resilience, the so-called DORA regulation, markets in crypto assets, the well-known MICAR, 
and the pilot regime for marketing infrastructure based on DLT, the so-called pilot regime. In considering the application of the DLT technology, the European legislator has distinguished between, on one side, assets that can be qualified as financial instruments, for which the already existing legal framework still apply, but needs to be amended to take into account the tokenized nature of such securities, and on the other side, other crypto assets, which a new regulatory framework is necessary. The legislation aimed at amending the current legal framework applicable to financial instruments in tokenized form is the so-called pilot regime and entering into force on March 2023. The new legislation on crypto assets, which were not qualified as financial instruments, the MICA, has been recently adopted by the European Parliament. It is expected to be published in the EU official journal. Coming back to the first point of the DLT pilot regime, can you maybe tell us something more about the aim of the pilot regime? Yes, the pilot regime represents the first concrete EU legislative framework aimed at creating a regime for market infrastructure based on distributed ledger technology and enabling such entities to benefit from exemptions from some specific requirements of the Union Financial Services legislation. In particular, for certain conditions, the pilot regime allows the DLT market infrastructures to be temporarily exempted from those provisions and requirements laid down in the EU Financial Services legislation, including CSDR and MIFID, that might prevent the application of new technologies for the trading and settlement of transactions related to financial instruments issued using DLT. The pilot regime is primarily addressed to multilateral trading facilities and settlement systems, and in general to all those entities being involved in the issuance, transfer, and settlement of financial instruments such as issuers, MIFID investment firms, central depositories, and central counterparties. And as opposed to the pilot regime, there is MICA. And as I understand it, this will cover non-financial instrument tokens. Is that correct? Yes, the MICA does not apply to financial instruments, non-fungible crypto assets, uh, including NFTs, and crypto asset service provided in a fully decentralized manner without any intermediary, i.e. DeFi is not in scope. Crypto assets are classified by MICA as e-money tokens, EMTs, asset reference tokens, ARTs, and crypto assets other than asset reference tokens and e-money tokens. The aim is to ensure adequate protection to investors in crypto assets while preserving the market integrity and the stability of the financial system. And thereby creating entirely new classes of regulated instruments. May we quickly run through some of the main tools or legislative requirements whereby MICA intends to achieve its goals? Well, without being exhaustive, some of the key takeaways from MICA are the following. The MICA will introduce the first sole comprehensive regulatory regime addressing the crypto space. Its provisions will regulate from many different angles matters such as licensing requirements, product taxonomy, market operator rules of conduct, disclosure requirements on issuers, and market abuse requirements. Also, the MICA would preserve the market and financial stability by imposing on the market operators, depending on their legal status and size, prudential and capital requirements. That is understood. Thank you for this outline. Now we understand that the next episodes of this podcast will focus on MICA. Can you give us a brief overview of what's next? With our next podcast, we'll give an overview of several key requirements and provisions in MICA, including 
To list just a few, it's scope, issuance of EMTs and ARTs, conditions for marketing of crypto assets, as well as an overview of the market abuse and AML regimes applicable to crypto assets. Having said that, we invite the audience to share with us any thoughts and comments that they may have in relation to MyCare, and we'll try to address them in our next episodes. Thanks, Emiliano, and also thank you to all those who joined us today. We are looking forward to hearing from you, your thoughts and questions, and discussing them in more detail in the episodes to come. Stay tuned.